0: Hi, I'm Janine Strawn, the Tiny House Guru and Founder of Tiny House Solutions and the President of the Australian Tiny House Association. I'm here to talk to you about all things tiny, and in this podcast I'll be discussing some topics that will get you thinking about whether tiny house living is for you, as well as all sorts of tips regarding finding a site, working out a budget, designing your space, choosing your materials building and moving your tiny, how you can earn an income from your tiny house and so much more. My passion for tiny houses stemmed from my passion for sustainability and the environment. I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast you can relate. All of my advice is based on my personal and professional experience and I recommend you do your own due diligence. You can find out more about what I do or try Tiny House Living by checking out my website at www.tinyhousesolutions.com.au And if by listening to these podcasts you think I can assist you in achieving freedom, in living your dream and wanting information on our tiny house models then consider booking a consult time with me to discuss your project. In this podcast, I'm going to be talking about sleeping options. It's a really important part of our lives, sleeping. But more specifically, what sleeping options could you explore in tiny houses? There is no single solution and there can be an array of personal requirements. And this could include a physical ability, age, style preferences and the size of your tiny house. I've discussed a range of sleeping options with clients and we have always started by looking at their personal requirements. Perhaps they want to have a skylight above the bed to observe the night sky. Or they don't want to be scaling stairs in the middle of the night. Maybe they want to put their legs over the side on a landing. And what else do they need near their bed for easy access? So let's have a look at loft style sleeping first. I'm going to replace loft sleeping with the term a bed platform as this will be important if you're exploring getting a building permit. You'll need to consider how to access the platform with ease of access. If you use stairs then you will likely be able to use the stair structure for storage and perhaps the robe space but you will also need to give consideration of handrails to assist you navigating the stairs and balustrating around the perimeter of the platform to avoid any falling, anything falling from height. Depending on the size of the loft area, you might be able to have shelving and cupboards. Just remember that hot air rises and so in the heat of summer it will be hotter in the loft than on the ground. However, Good circulating fans and openable windows could overcome this. It is important to consider restricting the openable width of the window to avoid any falls and the height of the ceiling below the loft is recommended to follow the building requirements which is 2.1 if you have a kitchen or a bathroom below the loft. Keeping the bed platform theme, now consider sleeping on the ground under the platform with reasonable headspace, and perhaps a sitting area located above the platform, or on the, plat- or on the platform. And this would require a form of access. I've seen an array of tiny houses providing this option. And what about tiny houses that provide accessible design features which cater for people with a lower mobility, or who do not seek a bed platform? So to address this, My Tiny Houses also provide sleeping options for this group of occupiers. This can include an elevator bed, which is located close to the roof when not in use, and when the occupants want to go to bed, they lower the bed for sleeping in. This may require the bed platform to extend from side wall to side wall, and therefore allow one access point to the bed. This option often allows the seating to remain intact. Another option is to consider the Murphy bed, which generally looks like a cupboard when stored against a wall, and it might have robes or shelves next to it, and even a desk or a table accessed at the base of the bed. It's then pulled down into position with gas struts, making this relatively easy, and the bed is already made up and ready for use. The beauty of this option is that the seating could become the base of the bed by just pushing the seating together and then you can access the bed from all sides. This could only be accommodated for king single and double sized beds. So hopefully this information has given you some food for thought as to which sleeping option is most suitable to meet your needs. If you would like to book a consult with me to discuss your needs then please get in touch. If by listening to these podcasts you want to know more about our tiny house models or stay in a tiny house, then check out www.tinyhousesolutions.com.au and see how we could work together. If you're also interested in sustainable design, but on a larger scale, then you might also like to check out my other podcast, Tips from the Sustainable Design Expert. Have a wonderful day.